Hi, I'm Noel Fielding, and uh, I'm performing in Toronto to the Torontonians, a rare breed of people with ram's legs who emerge from forests at dawn. You're listening to Anything Goes on XM Radio. Enjoy. comes to hate mail, we read it first and we know where you drive. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Good morning or good afternoon or good <laughs> evening, depending on when you're listening to us. Uh, we welcome you to Anything Goes, uh, whether it is on Sirius XM Radio or on iTunes. We're glad that you're listening to us today. This is our uh, show where we talk about uh, events in the news, pop culture, and the state of Canadian stand-up comedy, and what's going on in the lives of uh, Darren Frost, Kathleen McGee, and myself, Dave Martin. Um, Darren is not here this week, but right by my side, as she always is, the very beautiful and very funny Kathleen McGee. How are you, Kathleen? I'm great. I was like, when you said this is the show, I was like, this is the show that we always constantly have terrible intros for. No, that was a good intro, wasn't you, it? <laughs> you were like Robin Williams, but not quite confident enough. You were like, good morning. Well, because I didn't want everyone to be hacking on him once I said good morning, just because we are replayed. Uh, I know. There's times in the people listen in the morning, and there's times people listen in the afternoon. Oh, so you're just... Trying to be all-inclusive. Well, yeah. I'm trying to include everybody. Oh. And what's wrong with that? There's a lot wrong with that. There's a lot wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> well, if, if, we if only you want evening people listening to us. <laughs> Fuck the morning people. Well, people can listen whenever they want, if they're walking their dogs or um, whatever they're doing. Do you think anybody shit. masturbates while they listen to us? I really hope not. And I really hope it's not my voice that, that they hear when they, uh, when they come. I really hope so. Have you been getting any emails from truckers lately? Um, I've gotten a couple of just like, oh, I like your show, but not since the dude that was no. like, I jerk off to your voice. Oh, really? Did he actually say jerk off? He, well, I can't remember. Maybe he was more polite and he was like, I fondle myself thoughtfully. Oh, my, uh, oh, my good lady, I masturbate <laughs> to your... Like I said, we talked about this before. I had a friend that told me once when he was drunk that he jerked off to one of my Facebook pictures once. Oh, and okay. I, I, I was a little weirded out, but I was also kind of flattered. Yeah. You know, that somebody was like turned on enough by a picture. Oh, maybe he was watching a porno and then just as he was about okay, to come, he flashed it. Okay, thanks for bringing it down. It couldn't just be me that just turned them on. And no, I, no I was saying it, it easily could have been you. Oh, it easily could have been me. Yes, very easily. Very easily it could have been you. <laughs> uh, if you notice, there is a, uh, a certain lack of negativity here on the show today. It's because uh, Darren Frost is away. Uh, he is on the uh, West Coast. I believe he is uh, taping a episode of the, the TV shows, The Debaters. And he has a couple of other gigs out there that he's doing. And yeah. uh, we hope, uh, yeah, Darren the has ba- a good TV show. The Debaters show is, is, a, is a show on uh, CBC Radio that has both, that has shunned and uh, not offered any work to both Dave Martin and myself. So Yes, they have. Well, they're coming around. I, 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 I believe- don't think they are. I don't think they ever are. They, they're never going to, they're never going to knock on our doors. I dare the debaters to put me on the debaters. I uh, dare them. That, I, I believe that will happen. It's Maybe. Just, it's, a, it's just a process of elimination. 
<laughs> we're, we're, we're sick of the same old people. We're going to try to get some of the more same old people. I'm so, I don't, What's my negativity about today? I, I don't know. know. You're just you're, you're picking up Darren Slack. I guess so. And uh, you know what I thought was very cool? that uh, Not the fact that Liz Taylor died this week. Um, but, That's upsetting because uh, she was beautiful. Well, she was a very pretty chick. Uh, up until a certain point, and then... <laughs> well, no, it's all seriousness. Come on. Well, what would you think? Like, Do you think Marilyn Monroe would have been this gorgeous like, n- 90-year-old woman? Everyone he ages. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that, uh, yeah, every, I know everybody ages, and I know, but just at a certain point, you aren't as pretty as you used to be. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, she did age gracefully through the, uh, you know, the miracle of, like, hair dye, and I don't know if she was, she wasn't a big plastic, plastic surgery now, was she? No, but she was a little wacky. Remember when she went on to that, was she, was it the Oscars where she was like, woo! Are you like, thinking of Anna Nicole Smith? No, she, there was a scene that she did an award show, and I think it was the Oscars, and she was kind of like, she almost read the award before the nominations, but I think... She was, she was old. She was out something? of it. Who knows? Yeah. But my favorite Elizabeth Taylor movie was Giant, just by the way. I uh, I thought it was very cool that actually she showed up 15 minutes fashionably late to her own funeral by request. That's awesome. I think I want to put that in my will now. I thought that was very cool. Do you Have you ever thought about what you wanted to have at your own funeral? Like, have you thought of like a song that you want to have played? Well, I definitely want a keg. A keg? I want people to get wasted at my yeah. funeral. No, I don't want That's it. the way I would have liked it. No tears. Uh, no. Just a big party. Just be like, fuck, this was the best party ever. Oh, I want my hands to be attached like marionettes and as I'm going up yeah. the aisle and the, the coffin can <laughs> pop open. And I oh, could be, you're creepy. Maybe someone can play oh, Right Said Fred or something you know like that. You know what's funny? We actually talked about- I'm too sexy for this funeral. <laughs> oh my God. We actually talked about this. I was talking with Christine Van Hagen and Claire Brousseau and I think uh, some other girls, we were having uh, ladies getting drunk in high night. But uh, we were talking about- um, about what we would want, the songs we would want to play at our funeral, because Christine Von Hagen is getting married this year, and she wants to have that song, um, Why don't you put it in my mouth? I said, my motherfucking mouth, and then you can eat me out. She wants that while she walks down the aisle. Oh, that's, <laughs> I love I... it. But I told, we were talking about funeral stuff, and I'm like, I really want single ladies to be playing while I'm being carried down the aisle in my casket, and I want you girls to dance like the single ladies dance, you know? So you're it's hard get, to show it on radio, but... Yeah, you were doing sort of like a, a robot dance while sitting down. Yeah, all the single ladies. I just think it would be funny. And would you get all female pallbearers? Oh, yeah, fuck the men. Men well, have never done anything good to me in my life. That's bullshit. <laughs> I fucking helped you move all goddamn weekend oh, from Young and Eglinton <laughs> to your new fancy apartment down, your new fancy basement apartment down in uh, Roncesville. Yeah, you're lucky it wasn't on town. The, the third floor. Well, okay, yes. All oh, right, yes, I was lucky. You know, that, you yeah. have some things that you can be thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> I know, convincing me that it was so... It, it's good that you're out this, this early in the morning on a Sunday and you're not sleeping in enjoying your day off. <laughs> I was trying to recover from a, uh, I think I picked up a cold this weekend from, I was working at the uh, the Vaughn Club, first show was shitty, second show was all right, but uh, Chris Quigley was sweating like a madman, and I think I got picked up malaria or something from You think him. Chris Quigley has malaria? I don't think he, he was sick, it looked like he was under the weather. He looks like, if if you don't, if you haven't seen Chris Quigley before, he looks like Gollum with a jerry curl. Google image, Google image Chris Quigley. Yeah, he kind of looks like Gollum with a jerry curl. Is he related to Quigley down under? Uh, yeah, he's related to the Tom Selleck movie. Somehow his mom fucked a, a, a reel of film and then Chris came out. Um, you know, you're, how's your uh, campaign going with to open up for Charlie Sheen? Ah, uh, it's not great. Like, I have like 150 people that are behind me. I really want to do it. I just wanted to see if I could get people to notice 
that I wanted to do it, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm not 100% confident in it, but... And I've been getting some negative, oh, why do you want to open for him? Why are you supporting him? I'm like, I'm not supporting him. I want to do two shows at Massey Hall to a sold-out crowd. Yeah, exactly. You want exposure. And, hello, he's kind of calling it a stand-up tour, so I'm sorry, he's not a stand-up. Let's have some real stand-ups on this tour. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you already are, are dissing the tour before it's even started. Well, the second show that he has at Massey Hall is already sold out. Yeah, they're it, all sold out. Yeah, they both sold out in like twenty minutes, and uh, and then he like, don't you, you think this is outrageous? He wanted seven hundred bucks to have a fucking meet and greet with him. That's a bit outrageous. That's when I'm like, okay, why are we doing this? But yeah. he's he is donating some of the money to Japan, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. He could probably donate a lot more. But I mean, I was talking about this with someone else today. Everyone is. Is like oh he's a he's a he's a wife beater he's a drug addict he's da 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 da. We but don't know no. if he was a wife beater. He, well, he's, he a, had... he's, he's a hold the uh, knife to her throat kind of guy. <laughs> That's creepy, but no. But I, I my whole thing with Charlie Sheen is he's fine. He's He's a celebrity that's being honest. He was upset with how his uh, employers were treating him and whether or not it's good to pout about making $2 million an episode. You know, he brought them a lot of money and uh, there's plenty of comics out there that bitch and bitch and bitch and bitch about their situation but don't do anything about it. And, you know, Charlie Sheen has done something about it. He's He's got people paying attention to him. He's more famous now than he ever has been, I think. And... Whether people hate him or love him, I mean, good for him. He's telling the truth, and yeah, he's whatever. winning. He's he, winning. He is winning, as hacky and lame as that now is. Well, but. as now as it is. Now, what is it? Is it is a a Facebook campaign? Or it's a, a Facebook campaign. If if anybody wants to help me out, you just go to Facebook, um, search for Kathleen McGee wants to open for Charlie Sheen in Toronto, and uh, just click yes. That's all. I I just need attending. I there's no voting. There's no signing up for anything i'm just doing this on my own this isn't a contest i'm just trying to get him to pay attention to me it's easy it's i guess easy. if i just like showed him my tits that would probably get well more but attention. what will you just like tweet him a photo of them or something or how would that work i don't know i wonder i wonder how many women want to be his goddess uh, <laughs> a lot like seriously? seriously oh yeah if there, no i mean seriously I, if there was a dude that's like hey uh just want you to hang around my house and uh, have a great time and i'm gonna call you a goddess and then blow me once in a while and we'll have uh, eight hour sex sessions fucking that sounds like a perfect full-time because job. i think every woman thinks that they're gonna be the girl that changes him i'm gonna make him a better guy he's gonna become responsible i don't think that i, the, think, there's a lot I don't think that any of those that his two girls want him to change if he changed he would stop paying for them well there was the uh the night i don't know if it was nightline or 2020 but they were interviewing uh, him and the two chicks and i forget who one of them was brie olsen the uh, porn star or former porn star. Yeah, former. And um, then the other one was some girl from High Times magazine. She was a little bit on the fence about getting married, but then Brie Olson was completely on board. Like, oh, I would love to marry Charlie. I would love to marry him. Yeah, whatever. So just go to, just yeah, find her on Facebook and then just click attending. You don't actually have to fucking attend anything. Just go there and click attending and maybe Kathleen will get to open up for Charlie Sheen. And um, what did we also do this weekend? We interviewed uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite. That was awesome. He And that will play. I don't know if we're going to put it in the show or if it's just going to be a special that's going to be on iTunes. But he was so interesting. There were so many things about him that I didn't know. And uh, I really I really liked it. And then afterwards, um, you had to go to, off to a show. But I took him out for, we went and had some faux. And we talked. And I found out that he's a huge Degrassi fan. And I was like, he's like, because he was talking about Drake being wheelchair Jimmy. And I said... Oh, well, but yeah, but do you know the real Degrassi? He's like, yeah, yeah. 
Spike and Caitlin. I'm like, oh my God, you're amazing. So he was a really cool. That's going to be an awesome interview to, to listen to. He didn't go all the way back to the kids of Degrassi Street. No, he okay. knew all of them. Right. But He's, there was, yeah, there was a show. I know there was the kids. Yeah. Of, trust me. I fucking know. Okay. And I asked him, did he go to Degrassi Street? And he said, the first thing I did was I had the cab driver drive me to Degrassi Street so I could get a picture taken. I'm like, you and I are soulmates. This is we're this is a great time. One of the cool and it will probably end up uh, a segment might be on this show, but it will show up on iTunes. And it was an hour long interview that we talked to him. We talked to him about a lot of things that I never knew about uh, Bob Cam. And yeah. uh, he was a really really cool guy. And one of the nice things about him was that um, I met him first on Thursday when uh, he came down to the downtown club, and I was hosting that night. And it was kind of good that like he actually saw me on stage as a comic because I always hate introducing myself uh, as uh, the uh, yeah I'm a comic too. <laughs> I always hate doing that, but uh, we didn't have to go through any publicist or any agent no, or cool. anything like that. He was just come to my hotel and we'll we'll sit and we'll chat. And my was... favorite part about it is he has a really cool connection to Nirvana. I'm not gonna say what it is. It's really cool. We'll, we bring it up in the interview, but it was really fun. And we have an awesome show today because we have two special guests. And, and tell in. tell us uh, who our guests are before we have to go to our first break. Well, we have a very, very funny local Toronto comedian, Dom Perret, is here today. From, originally from the greater Ottawa area, I believe. I'm the greater the Ottawa. <laughs> he's an Ottawanian. Um, yes, he's from Ottawa. And then uh, the, one of the coolest dudes I've met since I moved to Toronto, Glenn Cross, is here. And we're going to find it out. Uh, we're going to find out a lot about Glenn Cross uh, in the next segment. He also has a tie to Darren Frost, which was really creepy when I found out about him. But... All right. We'll get into that creepiness, but he is also the, uh, yeah, he's an actor, uh, we'll writer. We'll get into okay, it. We'll get all into that shit. Uh, this is Anything Goes, uh, and it is just uh, Kathleen uh, and myself this week. Uh, we are going to be going to a break, and we're going to be coming right back with uh, Man of the World, Glenn Cross. And you thought your mother catching you masturbating was uncomfortable. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Uh, hey everyone, this is Nug, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Laugh Attack XM Radio. I listen to it too, so now I'm listening to me listening to me. Weird. Still waiting for the bestiality videos to get their own category at the Adult Video Awards. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. All right, we are back from the break, and this is Anything Goes with, uh, usually we have Darren Frost here, but this week it is just uh, Dave Martin, myself, and uh, the beautiful and very funny Kathleen McGee. And I'm going to throw to Kathleen to uh, introduce our first guest of this episode. It's exciting, because uh, we have a this dude here that is the greatest dude in Toronto. <laughs> nice. Do you like being called a dude? Yeah, sure, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Glenn Cross. Comfortable with dude. Glenn Cross and I have only known each other since January when we met on a streetcar. Is that really oh, that's that right. We were, yeah, we, we were, were all vomit, wasted. vomit Comet. We were on the Vomit Comet. It was like, what, three in the morning? Something like that. That was a fun streetcar ride because that guy actually does like tour, he does, tells jokes while he drives the streetcar. Oh, that would be, I would actually, I would actually encourage that for more streetcar drivers to do that. That'd be kind of fun. Where were you guys uh, going from, to and we were coming, coming from? from the Drake. Yeah. Because. Because you work at the Drake, don't you? I work at the Drake. What I is work. your title at the Drake? Uh, Dean of Admissions. Dean of Admissions. <laughs> Dean of Admissions. Okay, <laughs> for people that don't know Toronto, the Drake um, is a really cool. It's hot a hipster spot. bar. 
Well, it's a hipster hangout. It's a hotel. It's a cafe. It's a restaurant. It's, it's a bar. A one-stop shop. It's got everything. everything. Like you could, yeah, you could never. You could leave live there. You, you could live to. there if right. you wanted to. It, it, There's it, some it, people that live there. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a boutique hotel, and I I think uh, was it uh, Heather Graham when she was shooting the movie Cake in Toronto, she stayed there. She stayed at the Drake. Nice. And uh, and I and I have to say that I've only been to the Drake. I've been to the Drake a bunch of times, but the last time I was at the Drake um, was because Kathleen was partying there. And let me just say that you yeah, are the yeah. best. You are the best name to drop at yeah. the doorman in the front and the, the guys that are standing outside, letting well, the long line of people yeah, waiting to go yeah. inside. I walked up to the door and I would just said, uh, "Yeah, I'm friends with Glenn," and they were just like, "Yeah, man, come on right in." <laughs> And, then, and I was like, "Holy shit! That you are the guy to know." Well, uh, yeah, I've been don't, there like don't five run and away a half from that. years. Five and a half years there. Right? Uh, yeah, I just know that neighborhood, man. So I take care of uh, making sure the regulars, like if the Drakes, your local, they want you to be able to come in and you know enjoy a beer. But that lineup's retarded. Like yeah. people stand for. I an don't hour usually and a go half. on the weekends there. So no, you should never. No. I, yeah, no, I, I refuse to get, stand in the line to get into a club. That's just I. I well, you I don't won't have to do worry it. about that. No. I know, I know, yeah. I don't, because I got you on my side. Yeah. But um, if you a, a, a little bit more history on the drake is that the drake is that location has been there for a long time right. it was the drake for a while as just a bar and then it became capone for a, a while and yeah. then it went through the restaurant makeover uh show and then it got totally yeah yeah it went through a makeover show and that's where it got a lot of attention from and then it's, oh, right. it became when, when they were making the drake they when they were built like nine, six million in yeah but place. i remember that i remember watching that show because i knew that location already and yeah. and thinking and because i remember the guy who was just he was in a panic because he couldn't believe the it was just costing more and more money <laughs> but it is it is fucking paid off because it is a popular spot to go oh yeah a lot of people in that neighborhood owe their cars and their driveways to that place because before that you could buy crack and hookers at the drake yeah well in the if daytime. you if you look hard enough, you still can. You, yeah, you still can. <laughs> but there was like no beacons field. But they call it cocaine none. because it's cooler to call it cocaine. Well, yeah, it's, it's just, a good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a good <laughs> stuff. No, Glenn is the coolest dude to know. He knows everybody. You go anywhere with him, and everyone's like, Glenn, Glenn, oh, Glenn. Glenn, lo- the ladies love Glenn. Glenn and I like to go to the Dakota <laughs> on Sunday nights, and he's so much. He, the ladies love him, and how can you not? Because he's adorable. Well, Sunday nights... It's Are you a, just a mop soaking up all the pussy that is at the Dr- Dakota Jesus. on a Sunday night? No, seriously. What's I, wrong with that? I, I don't know how to... Like, I just do what I do, you know? We're, you know I, what? That's I, why we get along, because we are fun people, and we just have yeah, fun. Like, I just want to have fun. It, my life is for me. If other people enjoy what I'm doing, come on along. No fucking problem. But, but do, So do you live in the greater Parkdale area? No, I live in the beaches. Oh, so you live in the beaches, yeah, and then you're just yeah. like an ambassador uh, of Parkdale when you're at the Drake. Yeah, strangely enough. Okay. Yeah. Because when the Drake got its shit together, it also that sort of boosted a lot of other bars to get their shit together. Like, the the Drake got their shit together, and then the Gladstone just down the street started renovating too. My my friend bought a house at Beaconsfield and Afton for hundred and ninety thousand dollars before the Drake opened, and last year he got it appraised at almost six hundred and fifty thousand. Well, that's a jump up. A little jump up, little yeah. jump up. Holy Moses! I don't yep. want to talk. Fuck real estate. Well, now you're. I'm also... in a horrible real estate situation back in Edmonton. <laughs> I haven't paid my February <laughs> rent yet. All right. Well, that's a play it today. <laughs> now, Glenn, you are also a personal trainer. 
Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Kathleen, do you Glenn, want to talk about Glenn, his personal Glenn training skills? To, Glenn, Glenn likes to go to girls' apartments and personal train. I'm not even kidding you. That's what he does. It he personal trained me. creepy when you say I know, like that, but though. it is excellent because he was training me for a while. And the only reason I can't do it is because I'm flat broke right now. But yeah. he, he will be my personal trainer once I'm starting to make money but, again. Well, I was, I was at Kathleen's apartment once and Glenn was coming That's, over. I think the first time. The first time I probably met you, yeah. yeah. And uh, as soon as Glenn showed up, there was no like, hey, let's take a couple minutes just to get, we'll hang out for a while. As soon as you showed up and as soon as you sat down on the couch, you were just like, march. Yeah. And Kathleen on. started marching. <laughs> there was no hug goodbye. Oh, yeah. There was no kiss goodbye from Kathleen. There was no like, I'll see I you to the door. Marching. She just fucking yep. started marching on spot. But the best part about Glenn is, do you <laughs> want to know what what we we work out to most people will work out to like a, an ipod training yeah, you're the only one that likes to work out to. i like to work out to man versus food it's true. It's true. <laughs> that's like porn that's like or that's like the the carrot being dangled in front of the horse it makes it's me... like a lot of things yeah it's weird it's yeah you know it's good though do you know now, when you train people do you usually train people in their own place is that what you do usually that's the yeah private in-home stuff like i hate going to gyms nobody likes going to gyms yeah, no, he's awesome. Glenn you know? is. If you're in Toronto, look up Glenn Cross. What's your What's your fitness company called? OMFG Fitness. OMFG Fitness. Are you on, Do you have a website or anything? Like that? No, 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 I'm really just go to the Drake. If you live in Toronto and you need to be personally trained, contact you. Contact Kathleen McGee. Okay, now I'm your secretary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! What the fuck is going on? I'm here? helping you move later. That's... You are. He's helping yeah. me get rid of some furniture. Oh, oh, Kathleen's decided to ask someone else to help this time. <laughs> and me. Trust me, I'm fucking coming along too. Yeah, Dave's All been right. helping. One thing I want to bring up, though, the thing. This is the funniest part about you is um, about the weekend after I met you. I was ta- I was uh, I was going to Ottawa with Darren Frost, and we were driving yeah. there together. And I was like, Oh, I met this guy, and he's going to be my personal trainer, and I'm really excited. And he's a really awesome dude, really fun. And he and he's like, Oh. What's his name? I'm like, Glenn Cross. He's like, Glenn motherfucking Cross. And I'm like, oh, shit. What did Glenn Cross do to you, Darren? But I guess you lived with Darren Frost. Yeah, now, Frosty and I were roommates for okay. uh, a little while. Like, you know, I think about 10 months. Yeah. So w- please, yeah. can you tell us, pre-marriage, you lived with pre-marriage Darren <laughs> yeah. Frost. Yeah. You lived with delinquent, deviant, freaky Darren Scary Frost. Well, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. So what do you, you want? I want to know what, 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 what we want. Like. Some dirt. He's Look, not here this week, so give us some it's dirt. It's not like I'd come home and he'd be like naked with pudding all over himself or something. But did you ever <laughs> hear that once, story? Though. He used to do that. What? He used to do what? He, he, he'd be in a diaper and in a, a, a box uh, that a stove he, he, came in and he'd go to Yorkville and he'd pop out and say something like, have some pudding with the diaper boy or something. And they'd, and they'd... Oh, was it Fudge Boy? Fudge Boy. Fudge there, yeah, Fudge yeah. Boy. He had a character for a while, Fudge, Fudge boy, boy, but yeah. <laughs> so, I Fudge mean, boy. it was always interesting, but he's not like a lunatic or anything. No. Yeah. He had the collection. He's a collection of ugly, ugly dolls, like truly ugly dolls. Yeah, no. I, there's a headshot out there with Darren holding an ugly doll to yeah, his face. no reason why they make those dolls except to make, like, Unbelievably ugly children feel better about themselves, perhaps. Yeah, there's one know. doll that he has. It looks like like uh, like the doll had a stroke or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a weird Gujarat Kretchen mouth off to the side. Yeah, exactly. But, um, and so, and how was Darren as a roommate? He was... uh, okay, so when you asked me that, there's one time. Okay, he says, "Hey, Glenn, come see this." I go in his room, and he he showed me. I've never seen it. I obviously heard of it. But women sucking off a horse. Oh, man. And, you know, and, and there's pre-sucking off a horse, Glenn, and now post. It was... Oh, you're it was a like, changed person. It was, I, yeah. was it your 9-11? 
pre nine eleven. Yeah. Yeah, because well, everything changed after Glenn saw a woman suck uh, off a horse. Was, yeah, I didn't. I was like, Darren, what? I was angry at him. It's like the same same thing. This dude showed me uh, two girls, one cup. Oh shit! You uh, know what? I, like, I refuse I to watch it. I can't look at cups the same way. That or, uh, or, or, or two girls, or, or two girls. Well, I can let's look at two girls and get past the uh, the the fucking <laughs> soft ice cream cone machine of feces. They would one girl turn into. Someone told me that off camera there were guys with like. Like guys making them do it, like they had bats and shit. Uh, what? I I mean, I what makes woman, it a little more sinister. I yeah. mean, what woman is going to be like, ah, uh, yeah, let's just, I'll, I'll do the shit video. Well, I, you'd be surprised. <laughs> there's no way that they're looking to make it in the business. No. Well, you know what? But there's only two girls in one cup. There, it's not like you have to be like, oh, which two girls in one cup? You, do you know exactly know who. What do you we, think their parents think of them? I don't think they think. Of, uh, I think their parents have disowned them, or uh, yeah. I seriously. Yeah. Ugh, eating shit is not cool. No. Wait, <laughs> if, you, so, yeah, if you walk away with one thing from the show, eating shit is eating not cool. Eating shit is not cool. Don't think you're cool, kids. No. Don't think you're cool. Eat, sitting there eating your own poop. <laughs> what is your so Glenn, uh, you're what? at the Drake and you're yeah. uh and you're the door guy, so you yeah. have a lot of power. No, yes and no. I'm a guy at a bar, I let but, you in the bar. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're and, the party guy. You are. It's I'm so funny. I'm the good funny. time guy there, for sure. I'm the guy who says yes, and I'll take care of you, and we have fun. And I've started calling you my Toronto big brother, because like, we get along so well, and uh, we have both the, the party stamina of an 18-year-old, and we're both old. Well, yeah, no, definitely. We like, have a, a more than common than just that. We found out we have the same birthday. We have the same birthday. Our right. birthday. This April Do you 5th. want to plug your party? That's yes. exactly. Right. I, am, I, am, I am here for that sole reason. Okay, plug your party. Yeah. Go Are ahead. Are you ready? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. Tw- 24. No, se- what's seven times 24? Oh, oh my God. Exactly <laughs> a week from today at this point. We, I we, will we're recording be... on a Monday and next Monday. Yeah, yeah. So next Monday, April, Monday, April 4th at yeah. the Drake. We are having the craziest oh, birthday party. Probably the best Monday night party in, in the, city. the city, hands down. If you're in Toronto, come. Like, there's, yeah. come out. We've got, like, 150 people confirmed-ish. But, right. I mean, it's going to be a good. No, it's going to be, it's, it's going to rock. I have a feeling that it's going to rock and roll. And everyone, all, all the all the comics are like, is there a show? And I'm like, the show, the Fuck comedy the show. show. The yeah. comedy show is me getting drunk. Because yeah. we're fun when we're drunk. I will behave myself. I'll do my best to behave myself. But Kathleen, actually, on the drive here, she described that you uh, totally epitomize the, uh, when people say that age is just a number, that she says that is just... I'm serious. That is, yeah. That's when a nice I'm, compliment. That's exactly. Nice. I'm turning 42. I know. I'm turning 30. So right. we called it Kathleen's turning 30 for the first time and Glenn's turning 30 again. But you are, like, that is the one thing when I, when you said how old you are, I just remember, I'm like, this is how I found out we had the same birthday, because I'm like, I need to see your ID. To yeah, see. I'm 1969. And I'm like, I know, it's 69. 69. And then yeah, he said 69, and Worst I was like, position. I was like, that's the year my mom graduated high school. <laughs> so yeah, your mom was a virgin. Was oh, born. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got something about, oh, sorry, go. But I just, I honestly, like, I, I, I. I don't even feel like you're in your... I feel like you're in your 20s. You make me feel younger when we hang out. Seriously. Oh, that's nice. It's true, that's, thank though. You, thank you for saying but that. But you have such an awesome outlook on life, and, like, you're just, like, having a, yeah. having fun. I uh, just love th- that you're not tied down with a woman married with kids, and you're having a great time. 
One one thing I wanted. Did you look at your face? You're kind of like, oh. I'm like, yeah. You don't have a wife. You don't have kids. It's so great. No, but but that is great because I'm tired of people being like, oh, you have to have this stuff. You have to be married. You have to have kids. No, you don't. My, some of my friends that have kids right now, I see them I bitching about it on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay, I'm you just want like, to see an unhappy person. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going out drinking person. tonight. I'm going out drinking tonight. And I'm going to... Uh... Yeah. The, um, one thing I wanted to ask you about uh, being a doorman. <laughs> you were tapping your fingers on the thing. I could hear it. Kathleen? <laughs> I can hear you. Okay. Um, one thing I asked about uh, being a doorman. Now, uh, do you have to kick? Are you the guy that kicks people out when they get, they're too fucked up? I, I don't do that. I have people to do that now, but I used to do that. I've I've done it. Yeah. It's not hard. It's it's not hard. And then, and what do you say to a guy when he's just when like he's just like, no man, I'm gonna be cool. I'm gonna be cool. I I was well, well it's easy. I'll t- I go, I'll tell you. I got kicked out of the Drake Hotel before I ever got hired there. Right. I had a birthday party there. My first birthday party there, and I got thrown out for taking too many girls to the bath. <laughs> Those were different days. Oh, okay. I had a, different days. My best friend, we we used to go to this one bar in Edmonton called the Druid, and I remember one time she got kicked out because she was in the bathroom with a dude, <laughs> and they were like, they walked in and they were like, I don't want to say her name. I will. Uh, well, Karen, get out of there because they knew it was her. Yeah. <laughs> I came out and the bouncer, the head bouncer, is standing there and he's just looking at me, giving me the look, and I'm like, "This is, uh, it's time to go," and I'm like, "What? It's time to go." Well, well, That's all you say. You say to the person, "It's time to go." What do you What do you kick people out of? Like, if you caught someone getting a blowjob in the bathroom, what would you like? Would you is that is would that you a high thing? five him and then say it's time to I, go? I don't like like jamming out people's good time, but I'm mean, like, guys, it's the bathroom. You, we are a whole fucking hotel. Like, yeah. get a room. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What about now? What if you caught someone doing coke in the bathroom? Are you crazy? It's like that's like pulling over people at the Indy 500 for speeding. I, I don't get that metaphor. There's Wait. a lot of cocaine at that bar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you, that you, you just like whatever. Bother? Don't have okay. time for that. You okay. So you don't. You just brush it off. Okay. Yeah. So Glenn, if you could give a tip to men and a tip to women. On, on good ways to get into a place like the Drake. Like, mm. what would you say to a guy? Because you, always, I always hear you telling stories about, oh, some dude showed up with a bunch of guys and they want to get in. It's like, we're not going to let you in if there's a bunch of girls that want to get in, right? Well, we don't let groups of five guys come in the bar. You just, we just don't. I mean, we'll let you in, but we're gonna, you're going to wait. You know, it's not that kind of bar. We like to see couples come up or yeah. like a group of friends, like eight people or like guys and girls. That's yeah. the kind of place we like to keep it. You know what I mean? Not like a... And as far as bribing, like, does that happen? Does they, like, do um, people slip you 20s and 10s? It's called greasing and absolutely happens all the time. But my boss, I have a new boss and there's like cameras everywhere. And he's like, if I catch you making any, because they pay me, a, they pay me pretty well to do my job right now. Like, Ryan. I don't know. I like cut a deal. It was over awesome. $10 an hour. <laughs> no, I don't. Get, I get paid in cash every night. Um, and do you claim that on your income tax claim? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do <laughs> which I'm about to file. Okay, good for you. Yeah. Do you now? Do you guys spray down the uh, the tops of the uh, toilet paper dispensers in the bathroom so people can't do coke <laughs> off them? Because that is so mean. That is mean. You know what? I've never heard. Uh, You've never heard no, people. You think so that they're wet? Well, they're, so they're just they're oily. So if you drop some if you blow onto them, and do a rail, if you I've never done gonna... coke and I never will. Just because. Just because awful. I. I know everyone. Yeah. yeah the Dave's like, no, no, no. It's not awful. Well, but... no, don't do it because it is. Yeah, great. that's why I can't do yeah, it. It is yeah. amazing, and that's why yeah. you that's shouldn't why I can't, do I'm it. I'm like a drug that's gonna. Like, you know, keep me up all night and help me lose weight. Fuck this. If I start taking this, I'm never going to stop. 
Yeah, it doesn't work that yeah. easily. But yeah, that's why yeah. you do see a lot of fat cokeheads though too. But I'm, really? what does what does someone have to do? Like even as far as like if you people were getting into a fight at a bar, at the Drake, do you kick mm-hmm. out both people who are fighting? Well, you got to take it on a case by case basis, right? Like yeah. uh, it's it's any fight, it's always two guys over a girl. Two drunk oh, really? guys over uh, ninety nine times out of ninety nine times, it's yeah. Do okay. hipsters fight? What do hipsters look like when they fight? They're like, you bet you, I bet <laughs> I know, you've I... never seen this fist before. Or they, they're like, I'm so cool, I fight with my two fingers only. <laughs> yeah, I the you. three stooges. Yeah. yeah, I'd kick you, but my jeans are too tight. Yeah, like I, I just can't legs. see some of those hipster dudes like fighting. In hey, there. watch the beard, man! Don't punch me in the beard. It's not that kind of a place. I always, it's always funny going to the Drake and seeing people that just are out of the out of place like like i don't know jocks from oakville or something just oh the 905 yeah 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 well yeah but also the drake is also the kind of place where you would go into the bar and you'd see some like there could be an amazing band playing and everyone could be having a crazy time but you will see like one guy that's like all dressed in black uh sitting at the bar reading a book yeah and you'd be like come on you fucking douchebag come on you have (laughs) You're at a great place. You're at a cool bar. There's a cool band playing, and you're reading a fucking book. And you know he's reading that fucking book, so chicks see him reading a book at the bar and going, "Oh, wow, he's so I've always wanted to. He's so fuck mysterious. A guy that reads. Oh. The thing is, like, about there is a show at the Drake. There's a comedy show every Tuesday that uh, Ryan Horwood puts on called Tuesday Night Special, and I've done it a couple times. Uh, Ryan was working the door with me the other night. Ryan's an he awesome was, he was dude. Doing stamps and shit. I want to stamp people. You should. Well. You don't I can, work. I can stamp yeah. people, but anyway, but uh, they had a really good show, and I will always remember the Drake because I they they did one show where they were upstairs, and um, in the lounge. And I saw that show. I saw. I did that show. That was when a different comic was hosting it. But I remember it was when the show was on. Nobody was listening. Everybody was talking. It looked like a nightmare show. First comic went on, and nobody listened. They were all talking through it. And then I went on, and I got their attention. Yeah, you kicked their ass. Everybody loved me, and I did well. And it was like one of those, I, it was one of the times where I actually turned a room around. And for a comic, that is just like, that's a great that's feeling. Horny. That's horny. That it feels was hot. really good. It was super hot, and I, I love the Drake for that. And uh, since then, I have bombed at the Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but that one night was so great. Just I got up on stage, and I was like, this, this room makes me nervous. Like, Not only are all the chicks in here hotter than me, but all the dudes are hotter than me. <laughs> like, that was re- my, and that's what the Drake is. It's just I remember like, that. I remember that. Like, <laughs> and I hadn't even met you then. We didn't even, I didn't, know, I didn't even you. know you that night or yeah. anything. And then some guy who was one of the musicians went up, and he's like, why aren't you on the nasty show at Just for Last? I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> then you yell that to the bar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just, uh, we do have to wrap up soon. But sure. I, um, as as far as, as, when, as a personal trainer goes, uh, now I recently just started to get a personal trainer at the gym that I go to. Yeah. Now, has this what like as when you're moving around and your digestive system starts moving around a bit, and you're over at someone's and you're over at someone's place and they and they're working and they start farting excessively because they're exercising. What do you do? do you you do did it, that to me do once. Do you ignore that? Or he was does doing you, some did I tell leg, him off? No, he was doing that, some leg exercise on me, and I'm like, don't push me too hard. I feel like I'm gonna fart. fart. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you do? Just let it. Well, you just ignore it, right? You just let it go, right? Because it's a good thing. It's farting's natural. Depends on the like. I'm one depends on one. On the Harder? Uh, depends on the client. <laughs> we we'll like, ah, that was a good one. Or, whoa, we better, you know, let yeah. it match. Right. <laughs> um, it happens, so. You, you just know. go with it, right? Yeah. Do uh, you giggle? Yeah. Did you just go? Yeah, usually. <laughs> I mean, yeah. farts are the first joke. 
Yeah. Wow. I said I, I had my first tweet today where I said uh, a personal trainer and prostitutes are um, are a lot alike because oh, I feel uh, very disappointed when I let uh, when I disappoint them with my performance. <laughs> but do you ever have you ever have you ever bailed on a client? Like have you ever been wanted to say, oh, listen, I you're just not fire, taking wanna, this shit seriously, sure, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm walking yeah. out on you. Uh, no, I've never actually not that extreme, but I want to fire clients all the time. Have you have you worked someone until they puked? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Usually bartenders who are too hungover. I have I've had four pukers. Okay, oh. is yeah. that a is that a bad? You've been of... puked on. No. Oh, good. So, no, as as a so is that like a badge of honor for a personal trainer? Like I made a guy puke today. I don't want to say yeah, but yeah. Yeah, because there's like a four thing people puke. Uh, now uh, four badges of honor puke badges. Very nicely <laughs> done. Thank you. Thank the um, now uh, if uh, if you are in the Greater Toronto area and you come down to uh, the the Drake in Toronto, yeah. uh, you will be able to see Glenn there and come down to uh, Kathleen and Our, uh, Glenn's. Uh, and, we might both die. Yeah, their party this Monday, century. April fourth. I'm worried about Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday's going to be rough, but uh, we're both going to be a little bit older and a little bit wiser. And uh, if, <laughs> I hope <laughs> if people want to find you on Twitter, where can they find you, Glenn? Where can they find me? Because um, I didn't even know until right now. Glenn didn't even know that he was officially I, on Twitter, and he is Glenn Cross One, and it's Glenn with one N, and uh, he only has forty-one followers. People, so so follow yeah. Glenn, <laughs> and I promise I will start. Tweeting, I yeah. Guess. yeah. Look at your tweeting, tweets; yeah. they're great. Well, just do it, just be a natural tweeter. Don't tweet because you feel like you have to. I know that's what I think. I, my problem was it feels forced. Uh, you know, okay. Like, well, uh, I want to thank uh, I want to yeah, thank Glenn go. for coming down <laughs> yeah, today. I gotta go. I gotta and go, guys. if people can find you on the internet, they just uh, just tweet Glenn, and you're on Facebook, I imagine. Oh, Facebook, yeah, absolutely. So find Glenn on Facebook, Glenn Cross, and uh, check out uh, Kathleen again. Glenn's uh, birthday party. It's gonna be super retarded. All right, we'll be, be back awesome uh, in a few minutes with uh, comedian Dom Pere. 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 Thank you, Glenn. That was Kathleen. Oh, you're welcome. Oh. <laughs> Bite the pillow. It's going in dry. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Hey there, everybody. This is the Mouth from the Pillow Fight League and live audio wrestling, and you are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio's Laugh Attack. And you guys better stop picking on Dave Martin, or I'm coming over to beat your ass, brother. <laughs> They're giving away puppies in the back of their van. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. All right, we are back from the break, and this is Anything Goes uh, with Kathleen and Dave this week because uh, Darren Frost is gone, and uh, he's uh, over in uh, the West Coast. And, Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver. And no. What? Sorry. Are you going to introduce me? Or? Yeah, I am. I was going to throw it to Kathleen. Kathleen's going to introduce you, Dom. Fuck. This is just going all over the place. Dom Perry is here. Yay! <laughs> Don Perry's right. the best. Oh, man, I'm so glad Don I'm here. Don Perry, not only is he funny, he does have the softest hair in the business. I do, thank you. He's, you are a comedian. For it. What kind of shampoo and conditioner do you use? Uh, the stuff that's on sale, and I don't condition. You don't condition? <laughs> no, I don't. And your hair is in that shape? I was born this way. Okay, now I want to talk about something. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I just can't get over that. I, uh, well, I, uh, I want to I talk about this. Okay, uh, I'm a comic. You're welcome. 
Uh, here's the thing. When I first started comedy, like in the first like couple years, I was just starting to do an opener, and I was doing this joke about uh, how I saw a goth kid eating an ice cream cone. And I, I, like, acted all out. I was like, oh, man, you know, ice cream. That's like, yeah, ice cream. And the goths were like, oh, death. And then I'd walk it all out. And then I'd have this whole physical thing where I'd, like, pretend to lick the mic and be like, oh, butter rum, the darkest of flavors, right? <laughs> I got accused of stealing that joke uh, by the the manager of, uh, of Ottawa, Yucks, uh, Howard Wagman. And he gave me the number of the comic he was accusing me of stealing the joke from and made me call them. And I called them. And they called me back, and we kept missing each other. And then at a certain point, we just missed each other to the point that I could call them like two more times and left messages because I was supposed to talk to them and set things straight. Oh. And that was Dave Martin. Oh, oh right. God. Yes, I do remember that. I do. There was yeah. like, uh, I was at the Ottawa Yucks, and uh, yeah, fucking Howard Wagman came up to me. He was like, you know, there's another comic that's doing uh, your joke. Yeah, it was, like, was... it was the weirdest thing. And I was like, oh, okay, well... I don't know what to say, and he was like, hey, and I, I, got, I totally got like, uh, you know, you stole this joke. It wasn't like, hey, have you ever heard of? And he was like, the theft. I can't believe it. So he, he gave me a lot of junk. Oh, wait, shit. I mean, junk. No, you can swear. <laughs> you can say. Yeah, he gave me a lot of cunt. junk shit about that cunt. <laughs> well, that I, I think I remember us trying to get back and forth and and have a conversation, and I think like the third attempt, it just turned into this like, yeah. who gives a fucking shit about a goth joke? So what I was your care. goth well, ice cream I, I, joke? It wasn't even. That's what was ridiculous. There wasn't like, anything about it, and like he, like your voicemails were like, uh, so hey, this is uh, Dave. Martin, I don't know who you are, or why you're calling me. <laughs> like, like he's like, I guess there's something. Like you, you mentioned Howie, so a gig. Like it was like there was no context <laughs> at all, and it was just and and like you rambled in voicemail in the same I way you that. ramble in intros. Like it was just like this is Dave Martin. I'm I live in Toronto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it a very good, very confusing message. Uh, all right, now I want to talk about the game Seven Up. Oh, oh I, I love that game. Do you remember that game? Can I just quickly say that the, the goth kid joke that I do yeah. is at the beginning of my uh, Kami Now episode, so I'm not going to do the fucking bit, but uh, I, I just I remember it and not really caring yeah. all that much that someone else was doing a goth kid joke, too. I don't think it was a thing. but uh, No, it wasn't at all. But uh, We uh, were talking about up. the same thing. Okay. I love like seriously. Whenever your teacher in like grade five was like, "Okay, kids, heads down, seven up," you know, it's just because they wanted to go and drink. Like, no, I found something out. That's what? why I brought it up. This blew my mind. What? All right, you ever cheat in seven up? I don't peak? know. Okay, first tell me what oh, seven Dave, up is. Okay, so I don't okay. explain yeah. it because this is like this is a game they do in like a like elementary. an elementary school. You 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 uh, cross your arms, you put your head down on your desk, and then someone walks around and like you put taps your thumb you. Up. Yeah, like, thumb up, or we did tap on the head or whatever. Yeah. But, like, but you have to identify who touched you, I think, was the whole point of the thing. Like, you had to choose, like, figure out who had actually tapped you yeah. uh, to then become a person who was, you know, now in control of the game and touching kids, oh, they don't play a little bit weird. Yeah. That's not a Catholic Church game either. But here's the thing I learned about it, all right? Because uh, uh, I was, like, you know, I was talking to a teacher, and uh, this one guy was like, oh, man, I used to totally cheat at that game because I'd stare at people's shoes so I knew who it was. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, okay. And the teacher was like... Uh, was explaining, they're like, actually, that's why they play that game because they stand there and watch and see who's cheating so they know who the cheaters are and now know who to focus on during test time. Are you serious? Yeah, I was like, wow, you're blowing my mind. I always <laughs> thought the teachers just wanted it to be quiet in the room for no, a while. No, apparently they were like, you know, this is how we figure out who the cheaters oh are. Oh, my God, so they are playing psychological games on us when we're children. Yeah, well, they're playing God in some ways. Now see, I want to talk about Medbatical. But wait, though, wait, before we... <laughs> okay. 
before we get to Claire Brousseau's man baddicle. I'm on a dick baddicle. I don't want to talk about it. Well, yeah, we, but that's I, a self-imposed. Like you, that you don't have any choice of it. You're, you have no choice over it. You just girls just don't want to fuck you. Well, actually, well, I, I, they, <laughs> they sometimes do. I just I correct them with my personality. This isn't. And wait a second. This, I, the I, show is not going the right way for Dave. Dave has to. Point I, something I just want to fill people in that I, I asked Don before he came on the show to listen to it in a couple of episodes. Yeah, and he chose to listen to the uh, episode with Claire Brousseau that you can hear on iTunes. And now Don wants to yeah. rant about. Claire and her manbatical. I, I, I don't want to rant about her manbatical uh, specifically. I just I listened to the episode and this this one thing just came to my mind because she was like it. you know like there there's a lot of good talk, good content conversation around should you date a comic, should you not, the rules you had about it and all this stuff. But I was like, okay, here's the one thing. All right, I, I think she painted herself kind of into a corner a little bit only because uh, she's a creative person, she's an attractive person, she's a comic. She's doing a blog that is tracking this for this period of time. Uh, you're basically kind of putting yourself in a situation where you really could probably only date a comic because they'd be the only person who would truly understand that what happens between you and her may, in fact, definitely hit the stage or go on a blog at some point. So the whole idea of being like, oh, I don't want to do that, but I never learned my lesson, I was like, no, yeah, exactly. Like, who? You can't date Joe Schmo now, like, because Joe Schmo is going to have a certain level of privacy that they're yeah, going to want to maintain. That's true. Whereas a comic would be like, okay, yeah, I, I get it. Like, tweak this so I don't look like a loser or whatever, or maybe change this. But they'll let you way more creative levity uh, than any regular person who, like, you know, works uh, in insurance or something like that. They well, don't it's, that's hear the whole that. argument of like, oh, well, I'm with somebody that knows what it's like because most most people don't get it they don't they don't understand why we have to be out every single night doing yeah. a free open mic or you know why three weeks on the road why that happens all the time that's and- why like because i i've always dated like regular women i suppose uh, and uh and then i dated a comic and uh you never had to explain to that comic why you were going to do a show or whatever uh and the, the way that we handled it when we started dating was like we just made a promise to each other like if we break up we're not going to make this hell for everybody else yeah. like we had our own arguments and stuff but we just made a point of not dragging it out everywhere else and honestly that was like it's pretty positive experience and uh, i do agree with your point though where it's like if you don't have someone who's like normal to like kind of connect with normal people yeah but i, I kind of think that's like your friend base i think you, you like like you're like me where you uprooted from a city and came here and your friends kind of automatically become comics that's the only people i know because here. that's you you're yeah. living and breathing their life cycle right but you kind of uproot away from, uh, you know, people you met in high school or people you played soccer with yeah. or something. Like, those people don't exist here. So all, all your circle of friends are all comics, and that's where it becomes very cyclical and why you would be like, I look at a relationship as maybe a portal to get myself to normality. And I, I think really, honestly, it's just like – and I'm actually struggling with this, just to like make – normal friends who have normal interests it's hard it's yeah it's weird because i'm like i don't even know how to look at you people and here's the other thing uh i wanted to bring this in uh and i'm not really i'm not trying to slam claire on any of this stuff uh, at all but i I also i I hate her so much no No. she's great um she's very funny she probably has no idea who i am uh but the point is uh i think that comics uh are you know, like you said, you call people uh, like regular people. You call them sort of civilians in the one that I. Yeah, I don't to. Really always like Which that term either. Which is it's not but... meant to be slaggy, but it's it's like you almost can't really look at a regular like I call them. I mean, it's a regular person, but like comics, generally speaking, have had either like a single moment that was very big, like I don't know, someone died or some abusive moment, or yeah. like a long term experience where it was just like really they bad. They were tormented in but some way. Yeah. Every one of them has been sort of shoved outside of the normal uh, 80% of public. Yeah. And, you know, 
because of that experience, they become more sensitive. And I don't mean sensitive in a negative way. They just see things that other people don't see. So they become sort of things like class clowns and stuff like that. Well, yeah. And so you can't always relate to normal people That's... because you're like, how do you not get this? This is hilarious. And I then know. you start talking to comics, but comics accelerate that. So then within five minutes, you're like, so anyway, rape joke. You I have, okay, I mean? listen, listen. And this is a bit in my act now, so don't call me on doing bits on the show. I would never. But, uh, yeah, you would. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually went, I I would love to find a normal dude again. And I, I've dated a comic and I've dated normal dudes and they're both fine. But I just find that it's too much gossip and too much Ugh, when you're with a comic, at least in this city. But yeah. um, but I did go out with one guy, and uh, he was texting. And, and I, this is the joke, the, the fact that I only hang out with male comics. So that's who I deal with on a day-to-day basis. So walking down the street saying, uh, I bet you that girl would be fun to rape. <laughs> Everyone laughs. Yeah, yeah, in normal yeah, yeah. company, people would be like, whoa, what the hell? That was rude. Yeah, and it's but, like for, for them, it's over the top. Yeah, yeah, so I'm used to that. So I went out with this guy, and, we were, and he was texting for a bit and I'm like what are you this is rude why are you texting he's like I'm sorry I know this is rude I have a friend that's in a uh, relationship and it's become abusive and uh, they're in a fight right now and I don't know what to do so I'm just trying to calm her down and I'm like okay and then there were no texts for like an hour so com- comic Kathleen comes out and I was just like hey she hasn't texted you in like an hour so you know what that means she's probably dead <laughs> yeah see you laughed at that he had this horrified look on his face and he like couldn't believe that I'd said I something it like a that different way though I'd be like are you did you sh- you should have sent more lols man LOL, <laughs> LOL. But it's just, it is that. Like, All right, let's talk about the election. <laughs> You're too fast. I like it. I, uh, wanted, to, I wanted to ask Kathleen if she had, if, uh, she had any political views, which I don't mean by political views saying how uh, shitty Ben Mulroney was hosting the Junos. But, and he was. God, that was awful. Yeah, he he was didn't really host the Junos. I hear he he's just, a, he hear was he's on the a red fantastic carpet. man. I hear he's like easy to get along yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That may uh, be. better be. I find him, uh, I don't know, like he's just like, hey, do you guys like bread untoasted? He's no, just smarmy too, Why though. Is this happening right like, now? Billy Talent was on the red carpet, and he goes, so the last time we saw you guys here was 2004. So, so what's been going like, on then? So like, oh, he, wow, he's just yeah, like, that's horrible. It's rude. So since you last succeeded, you've been failing this yeah. entire time. And I mean, even the guys in the band were like, oh, fuck, uh, yeah, 2004. But, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, if I Political... have to pick somebody to sort of shove milk and toast media down my throat, I'll, sp- I'll pick uh, George Strombolampadomp, you know, I like yeah. that guy better. But I'm the- I don't like Jack Layton because he has a mustache. That's that isn't that that's always the here's point a theory. It's just a mustache issues. I, I honestly I, I thought about this is like because look look at them. All right, we got uh, this. I look. I ju- I I am like a house in the election. Uh, like I just judge people by the sign on their lawn. I'm like, oh, that bungalow really likes conservatives. <laughs> I encapsulate everything. Are you gonna so, vote for Remax? Uh, no, no, I'm gonna vote for Sold. <laughs> sold. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna vote for beware. We didn't even set beware. that up. That was hot, people. But uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna vote for beware of dog. I look at it this way, like this is the way I look at it. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, that Green Party uh, lady, no positives, negatives, whatever, fine. Uh, Michael Ignatieff, I was like, ah, you just like just yell one time and show me that you're human, and I'll vote for you. Uh, Stephen Harper, you pudgy fuck, like you're just yeah. a pudgy dude, like, and the, I don't, like, I, I don't know. He just seems to be too comfortable with being. Like I don't know. He's just like oh, I suck. I'm like uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a fat dad who should be wearing, like, a, it's not a solar panel, it's a sex machine or whatever. I don't know. Some of those t- stupid T-shirts. He, he's an idiot. I just oh, get well, too I, frustrated with the way that the Canada, Canadian politics works. I, I mean, I understand why they do it, but I don't like having to vote for a party in order to get that leader in. I'm like... Maybe I like what the NDP is doing, but I don't like their leader. Like right, maybe yeah, I yeah. want somebody. Maybe I want Michael Ignatieff. Well, the reason I think people won't is. vote for Jack Layton is they've been historically taught, and I'm not. I'm kidding, but I'm not. Name one world leader who's got a mustache that hasn't started a war. Like we got like uh, that dude in Libya, Gaddafi. That's a big old like bush stash going Stalin. on. Stalin. Yeah, Stalin. Then you got Hitler. Yeah. Uh, then you got uh, Saddam Hussein. Like, were there any I'm like, presidents We've been with trained a through history to be like stash equals bad. Wait, though, were there any presidents with a mustache? Not, no. not in this century, no. or even in the 19th century. And or if there not, were no good presidents with mustaches, long since has the marketing taken them out. We've been PR brainwashed, and all I know is like Winston Churchill, right? In the middle of war, they had to get an actor to pretend to be him on the radio broadcast to stir up the nation. There's a guy doing an impression of him. He still found time to shave because you look like a warmonger if you have a mustache. <laughs> well, yeah, Canadians yeah. have been forced into an election uh, and just in the, was announced in the last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just I don't agree with it either because I think sometimes that you might like someone in the Green Party in your own sort of riding, and then you might like a you might want a conservative prime minister, but but then the guy that's actually in your province, you might want to be, be liberal, and the guy yeah. that's actually in your own area, yeah. you might want to be a Green Party. I don't know why we can't have vote for everybody. Why, why can't, can't everybody we be friends? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, I don't know, man. Like, and actually, the, the one thing, though, and this is, this is another thing that annoys me, uh, because this happens every time an election comes out, uh, they're like, we didn't want to have this election, but it was so forced on us that we have to have this now. And it's like, if you ask any Canadian, because they're like, Canadians don't want to have this election, I guarantee you no one was like, I so want to have this election right now. I'm fired up about standing in line at my local Nobody, community center. Canadians don't. Get to it. Well, I mean, I always had. There's always a couple of people like, oh, you have to vote. Make sure you vote. Make sure you vote. But like, I don't know. We're so even, there's nothing well, going on in this the, country the, that we even need. Politicians. The one where it's like a contempt of parliament is why we're having it. But it's like that to me. It sounds like we're having an election because they were mean to me. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, it sounds weird to me. I know. It's like Stephen Harper said that he didn't want to have this election, but he has been doing like negative ad campaigning for the last couple of like yeah, uh, weeks yeah. against the other parties, which seems sort of like, well, why are you calling those guys assholes if you didn't want to? Like, why are you defending yourself <laughs> yeah. all of a fucking sudden? Now, are you the kind of guy? I was getting this argument with comics that if you do not vote you have no right to complain what 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 side of the fence you're uh, on i kind of like okay i get that argument because i had a dude say that to me once when he was like did you vote and i went no and he went then you don't have a right to complain and then i had another guy one up me really hardcore where i was like oh i voted this way in the in the all right i didn't vote actually and, and what happened is uh as a, a conservative run in my riding, and they go, you know that the, the margin of, between the two of them was four votes. You could have, if four other people had voted that way. And I was like, really? And he was like, no, I'm just trying to point out to you right. it's important. But I don't believe, because this is our country, I don't believe that uh, you can be like, uh, if you didn't vote, then you can't complain because the whole thing that we're based on is, yeah, you can complain constantly. Well, You're be- allowed to talk all you want. People can just not listen. People right. cannot take you seriously. I mean, I, I agree with that. If you're not going to take the time to go out and vote, then just shut your fucking mouth. And don't, 
I'm so tired of, especially during the Ford election, like dur- the, the Toronto City election. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was Ford so was. fucking sick of seeing comments going, Rob Ford's going to kill the city! Blah, 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 and just like, bitch yeah. about it and bitch about it. And not, you're not going down to City Hall. You're not going to go down later once he's been elected to protest anything. You just want to look political, and it's fucking oh. annoying. Well, there's a lot, and, and people just sort of read bullet points on and then just regurgitate them. And there's a lot of armchair yeah. sort of like, hey, I'm political, man. Man. Yeah, but exactly. you know what? It's it's sort of like you know what? You're not fucking political if all you're gonna do is create a Facebook page, or or you're gonna get on Twitter and say how much you hate you know like this Jack Layton or this guy or that guy or Olivia Chow, whatever, whoever the hell, yeah, or yeah, Michael yeah. Ignacio. If you, that's not political. You know, get up off your ass, go and like throw a brick through a window, go start up a scene or something like that. Get some real attention and not just sort of sit around and go, hey, that guy stinks. But um, yeah, I think if you are gonna like, you should if if you don't like who's running. Then you should go down there and decline your ballot because that actually does count as a vote for no one as opposed to, hey, I just didn't show up. Because often if you don't show up, your dead vote will go to whoever's winning anyways. Like, do they go – does it work in the sense of if everyone shows up and says I don't vote? Like, they go, I declined. Does that mean no one wins? And they go, like, remix! And they just redo the action. <laughs> that's, that's what they do. They add another Here's drum the beat. Thing, though, they bring Jay-Z The bullet in. point thing that you talked about there is such a thing that pop. Like, I, I, I think I'm just now getting old enough to catch on to the rhythms. But I, I, I heard this uh, this lady who's like a, like, she's like a hippie. But she was talking about, she's like, Stephen Harper's whole plan is to make us part of the United States. And I was like, oh, man, that old chestnut where they go, oh, yeah, the conservatives are going to try to make us part of the United States. And I was like, here's the thing, though. I love that. I'm a comic. I'm trying to get to the states. If I become part of the states, that'd be wicked for me. And that's why you should only date comics because they'll always understand that. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> look at you. You are going all. You do you have your own podcast? You came I'm in on with fire. all these. No, points. I was like, oh man, I got to get all this stuff out because I was like, oh, I want to talk to you guys about stuff. And then that guy had interesting stuff, and it went on long. And then I was like, I'm probably not going to be able to talk about how I. No, I'm you, on a you know. <laughs> Are you on a vagbatical? No, I'm not really. I just uh, haven't found anyone. Oh, Dave just did the swirly oh, thing. Yeah, well, that which means, is his that professional means way we're wrapping it up. <laughs> we got to wrap things up, Dom. Where, uh, if people want to find you on the interweb, where can they find uh, you? I'm at dompraycomedy.com, and I have a Twitter, and it's uh, I don't know twitter.com. Look me up. I don't. I don't even. I don't use it. He doesn't care. I have a Facebook page. Uh, I live on Clinton Street. <laughs> Come find me. I uh, probably I do the riv a lot, and uh, also spirits and eating. Check me out. I'm the best. Google me. You can find Dom all around this great it's city Dom of Paray. ours. Shout yeah, out. Not Dom Paray. Yeah, No, what, guys? Right now, I just need to be hit square in the jaw with some like promos. Do you have anything to just let us know about right now? I uh, I want to <laughs> say that if uh, you want to, f- Kathleen, where can people find you? Uh, I am on Facebook as well. I I have a Twitter account that I do use and I love. And somebody told me today, you got a lot of heat from your Twitter right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> that sounded dirty. That sounded like my, my you vagina. Should you should get something checked like out. Get some, get some penicillin your Twitter's for that. got a lot of heat Yo, coming man, out of it. Those streets are on fire with your Twitter. <laughs> my, my Twitter is uh, Kathleen underscore McGee. There's some black wavy lines coming off of her Twitter yeah. to represent heat. Uh, and uh, you can find me at DaveMartinWorld.com. And also, my I just got on board the Twitter myself. And my you can find me <laughs> and at And you Dave, have seven followers, I, don't you? Well, it's, it's a gradual <laughs> build, isn't it? Follow like, me at Twitter hot bucks. <laughs> uh, and uh, you can find find me on Twitter at DaveMartinWorld.com. And, uh, this weekend, where are you going to be? Oh, 
I fucking, uh, I'm at some one night or somewhere. Oh, okay. I, I don't even give a this shit. This weekend, I'm going to be in Ottawa at the Prescott, and I'm really, I've never uh, oh. performed there say yet. Say hi to so. everyone yeah. who's there as a I will, comic. I'll say everybody, me. and be like, uh, do you know some asshole named Dom Perret? Yeah, enjoy enjoy the me. tablecloth. Um <laughs> I want to say, uh, also, if you want to contact us, uh, you can uh, leave us a voicemail at uh, 1-877-XM-LAUGH, or you can uh, email us at laughattack at xmradio.ca. And I have a big announcement that we are going to be going to a two-hour show. Yeah, that is right. A two-hour block of Darren, Kathleen, and myself will be starting April 11th, and we'll have uh, Don back on and Glenn back on. And um, that's it. If you want to call in about the NHL, it's 1-877-NHL on XM. (laughs) <laughs> All right, XM XM fucking NHL shit is plugged, but tune into our show. Uh, and if you want to send attack. me messages about how you masturbate to my picture, I welcome those. I'm All opening right. another Twitter account right now. <laughs> and what's what's our laugh attack? Uh, what's our X, anything goes? Twitter Dave, you're account? extending this out. Oh, I don't our, know what's going yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> we do have an anything goes uh, Twitter uh, account, and it's anything go uh, at anything goes XM. All right, beautiful. All right, well, I want to thank our guest today, uh, Glenn Cross, Don Perret, and uh, Kathleen from Kathleen and myself. Thank and you thank very you, much. Paul, the intern, and, oh, and yeah. Victoria, our producer. Thank, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs>